0: Hello and welcome to the All-Rookie Podcast. Today is June 1st, 2023, and I'm your host, William Paris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Back with a special episode, breaking news episode, because May 31st was the deadline for the NBA draft withdrawals, so we saw some top prospects withdraw from the NBA draft and they're going to be going back to college. That affects the draft completely. Um, you know, some players that I had mocked and in my big board in the top 60 returned to school. So that's going to move some guys up, move some guys out. So it's very, very hard to find the list of guys that have withdrawn from the draft. So I figured why not scrounge up a bunch of info, find all the players that I can. I have about 30 players for you guys that are of note that have dropped out of the NBA draft. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Starting with my number 36 prospect, Grant Nelson. I'm a big fan of Grant Nelson from North Dakota State, the 6'10", young man that can play like a guard, averaged 18 points and nine boards per game, shot 30% from three for his career. He's at North Dakota State, so he didn't face great competition. He didn't get the best feedback from the Combine So he's going to return to school. He may transfer to get to a better school just to work on his game a little bit more to polish it and maybe play against better competition. But, I mean, all the skills are there. Like I said, I have him 36. Skill-wise, he's ready. He just needs to polish everything up to get ready for the NBA. So he probably, if he would have stayed in the draft, he probably would have been in the G League all year. So why not return to college at North Dakota State or somewhere else and get that NIL money. NIL money is a huge factor in these guys returning because it's about seven, eight, nine of these guys that probably were very close to being drafted, if not, would have been drafted. But a late second-round pick is not going to make as much money as a college player that's a star on their team, believe it or not. So that's how important the NIL money is. But start had to start with Grant Nelson from North Dakota State. Next, I'm going to go with my guy, the big man from Dayton, Deron Holmes. Twenty, Almost 20 points per game, eight boards per game, two blocks per game, shot 60% from the field, and even shot 33% from three. Deron Holmes was my 41st ranked prospect in this draft. Easily could have been drafted between 30 and 50. I mean, he should have been a lock to be drafted, in my opinion. But he wants to go back to school. I don't know if he's going to transfer as well. You're going to see a theme here with the smaller schools. This is Dayton. Uh, Dayton is not elite competition. But he's kind of an old school big man. He will back you down. Not many guys in this draft could do that. Can play in the post with nice moves. But he also could shoot at the perimeter. So Deron Holmes was a big surprise for me. Probably the biggest surprise for me. Uh, I'll get to one more later on. It's two big surprises. Deron Holmes was one of them. I thought he was coming out, and I think he still should have. I I even tweeted him. I was like, Deron, there's not a lot of centers in this draft. You should stay in the draft. You know, next year there could be a boatload of centers, and you can get lost in the mix. I don't know. But I'm sure he trusts his game, knows he'll get better uh, with more polishing of another year. But he's already a sophomore, so he'll be a junior next year and they'll use the age against them probably, but Deron Holmes going back to Dayton or somewhere else, I really think he should have stayed in this draft. Next, Terrence Shannon. He's a big name from Illinois. I think he was ranked in the 30s uh, for ESPN, but Terrence Shannon Terrence Shannon, averaged 17 points per game, uh, good three-point shooter, six-foot-six guard, that even though he's six foot six, he kind of plays below the rim. He's really good in my opinion, good mover without the ball. And like I said, I have him ranked 51st, so that's draftable. But whenever you're ranked that low, it's possible that you don't get drafted at all. Yes, you can go 35, but yes, you can be undrafted. So guess he wants to secure his place uh with the team in the future. The feedback he got from the combine clearly was not what he wanted to hear. I'm sure he was hearing a lot of two-way contract type of talk. And he's like, nah, I don't want that. So Terrence Shannon. Terrence Shannon. That's hard to say. He's returning to Illinois. Next, we have Riley Kugel from Florida, the 6'5 guard. Really liked his game. Had him ranked 53rd. Very fast. First step, fast crossover, shake and bake type of player. He plays like a star out there. Um and he played he had 10 points per game. Not many other stats, but a steal per game and only 23 minutes per game. And he was a freshman. So it's okay for a freshman to come back because age won't be used against him. I had, Like I said, I had him 53rd. A lot of guys that are this young can come back next year and truly flourish, and they can be in the top 20. So Riley Kugel, like them, 37% from three. Everything is pretty much good for him. He's going to come back and probably be great next year. Next, Reese Beekman, a bit of a surprise for me as well, because before he announced, all this was last minute last night. So this is truly breaking news. But a couple point guards had backed out before him. So I was like, okay, he's going to move up. He's going to be in good shape. But he, Reese Beekman decided to go back to school to Virginia. The six feet point guard averaged almost 10 points per game, two steals per game, and 35% from three. He's a ball hawk, great defensive player. I just mocked him to the Timberwolves and said he could be in competition to start for the point guard position. But the news he got from the combine must not have been what he wanted to hear. But like I said, I have him ranked 56 in my big board. So that's pretty late. He does need some polishing. Great passer, great potential to be a starting point guard. But I guess he wants to lock that down. Next, here's my second biggest uh, surprise you know I said Deron Holmes that kind of shocked me this guy shocked me as well Cliff Omarui he lit up the combine the 611 big man from Rutgers he's Nigerian uh, but he played for Rutgers I, I yes I had him going 60th or well, last pick in the draft to the Bucks. but the way he performed at the combine I would not have been surprised if he went 20 picks higher than that so he averaged 13 and 10 with two blocks per game. And like I said, not many great centers in this class. And he's a great shot blocker, gets great position in a post, very aggressive in the paint. But Cliff Omorui is returning to school. Big surprise for me. The big men, they, they both should have stayed in, in my opinion. But, hey education is a good thing so (laughs) next we have coleman hawkins i was a fan of him as well but he i had him around 60 in my last mock draft two teams have forfeited their pick i projected he would have went to one of those teams so he was a borderline draftable and that's because he needs more experience uh he's six foot ten two hundred pounds ten point six boards per game Had a triple-double one game this season, which is hard to do. But he has soft touch, good shooter to be 6'10". But he's one of those players that I said was good at everything. But will that be enough? I'm not sure. He's going to go back to Illinois and sure that up. And, you know, the main thing he can do probably is three-point shooting. He shot 28% from three. That goes up to 33% or so. He'll be uh, potential for a first-rounder next year, Coleman Hawkins. Next, one of the biggest names from the scouting world, draft world, Dylan Mitchell. I was not high on Dylan Mitchell. I had him 61st on my big board. A lot of people had him 31st. Um, but it's all because of how he came into college. He was ranked fifth in the nation coming into Texas. But at Texas, he absolutely dropped the ball, did not get to do anything, really. I don't know you could say it was him or the team was trying to win. They didn't want to play him. Either way, that's not a good sign to me. Average four points and four boards per game in 17 minutes per game. Uh, Yes, he has the name, the talent, but considered one of the most exciting players in the country coming out of high school, but he didn't show it in in Texas. So if you can't start and be dominant in Texas, why would I think you're going to be uh, dominant or even good in the NBA? He needs to go back, perfect his game, you know, he could have had a Peyton Watson situation where he didn't play much at UCLA and ended up being picked at the end of the first round. But Peyton Watson didn't really play at all last year for the Nuggets. and I mean, still now. He's not playing. He pretty much was in the G League or on the bench all year. That would have been Dylan Mitchell's path. So why? I guess his decision was why not go back to Texas, get that NIL money, and, you know, Get to play and, and improve your game. You know, you want to be in the G League or you want to be at Texas. Um, that's debatable. I think Texas is probably the answer. You might get paid, like I said, more there. And he he was pretty raw in my opinion. I, I wrote in my notes, he's got the perfect size. He's a great athlete, but he's not a real basketball player yet. So Dylan Mitchell is going back to Texas. Number 62, another big name, Adam Bona. Adem Bona from UCLA, the center, 235 pounds, eight points, five boards, two blocks per game. He's a center that I thought should go back to school. Um, I thought he was pretty raw, had a lot more developing to do. Um, you know, he runs the floor well, moves great in the paint, great finisher, but he's not a shooter at all. You know, that I think that would have hurt him in the NBA. He can do some developing. I I I, put, <laughs> I wrote down. He probably would be in the G league if he went to the draft. Uh, I don't think he would play at all this first year and maybe not his second year. Um, you can look at a guy like Nemius Kata. He's not played at all and he's much more talented than Adam Bona. So wise decision for Adam Bona to go back to UCLA, polish it up. He wants some accolades with the freshman of the year, all defensive team. He can win more accolades and improve his game. So. These are the biggest names right here. I'm going to mention them one more time in case you stepped out of the car for a minute. But Grant Nelson, Deron Holmes, Terrence Shannon, Riley Kugel, Reese Beekman, Cliff O'Marui, Coleman Hawkins, Dylan Mitchell, Adem Bona. Let's go to the next group. Nigel Pack. You may have never heard of him, but really good point guard. Had him ranked 64th from Miami. Six foot, that always hurts the guards coming into the NBA. But he shot over 40% from three each year in Miami. So that three-point shooting is a real deal. You don't have to worry about it being a fluke. Lethal three-point shooter, big-time college point guard. If he was 6'3", 6'4", he probably would have came out as a sophomore. But that height will cause you to have to stay in college and potentially have a long struggle to play in the NBA. But Nigel Pack was very impressive to me. 64th ranked prospect, and hopefully he'll get drafted next year. Next, Judah Mintz. That's a big name right there from Syracuse. I loved what I saw on film from him, but I also saw the rawness to where the first thing I wrote about him was he needs another year in college. He's 6'3", freshman, averaged 16 points, 4.5 assists, and 2 steals per game. Those stats are great, but... His game needs a little work. He doesn't really blow by anyone. He's great at getting steals, but he has a bit of a slow release on the shot. Had a good year, but not NBA talent level yet. Uh, I think coming back next year, he could easily be a top 20 pick because you could see it in him. It just needed, He just needed more than one year to get to where he really needs to be. Judah Mintz, great prospect for next year. Another prospect, people like Trey Alexander from Creighton. Sophomore, 20 years old, averaged 13 and four, one still a game, 41% from three. But in my opinion, it was a lot of buzz over this guy. He's a top 40 guy, according to consensus. I had him ranked 70th. He was a fine guard, didn't see anything special. Uh, he's a great shooter, has some big time performances. But when you're talking about the NBA, you need more than being fine. You need to be great. Uh, he's great at shooting a three, but you got to be great all around. So Trey Alexander at Creighton making a wise decision going back to school. Next, Zurich Phelps from SMU, 6'3 guard. Uh, Average 17.5 points per game. Great handle, nice crossover. But he played on a bad team. He shows flashes of NBA talent, but I would say not definitely not a sure thing to be drafted. And Like I said, I had him 72nd. He clearly did not feel he was going to be drafted. So Zerk Phelps, Zerk Phelps back to SMU. Next, Elijah Martin from Florida Atlantic, the six-two-point guard, 13.5 points per game. He did shoot 37% from three and 40% from three the year before. So great shooter. Uh, weird form on his shot, but it went in. Uh, but yeah, I wrote this down. He's short. Went to a small school and a junior, so all those things were working against him. But and that's what caused him to go back. But I also wrote, if you put him in a game with anybody, he will go to work. So he will. I, he I knew he would perform well at the combine uh, or in a arena like that, because he's a dog. Elijah Martin is a really good player. He's going to return to school and maybe transfer, get a little better. But I think he will be fine whenever he gets his chance, whether it's in a G League or NBA. Elijah Martin is really good. Next, Naquan Tomlin from K-State. Super athletic, great leaper, 10 points per game. In my notes, should come back and continue to develop because that's what he needed. I was like, he could have a resurgence like Leonard Miller. It helped him go from this range, 74, in my opinion, to lottery pick. So Naquan Tomlin could have that same fate. Next, Josiah Jordan James is from Tennessee, 6'6 six, six guard, average 10 points per game, really good spot-up shooter. Um, he could be a cutter, good cutter, good size, good, steal, good skill, but he needs to keep improving, Josiah James Jordan. Wise decision to go back. And one of the bigger names, probably the biggest name, Zach Eady from Purdue, not high on him at all. He was in... Probably ranked eighty first for me. <laughs> Sorry guys, but I know he's got a lot of fanfare in Purdue. Seven four big man, two hundred eighty five pounds. Averaged twenty two points and thirteen boards and two blocks. You look at the numbers, look at the stats. He's a stud, but he's just huge out there. He's seven four. Most guys in college are probably six ten. So he had an advantage with the size at two eighty five and the height at seven four. So he kind of looked like. Um, I got Taco Fall out there in college, uh, just being scoring because you're so big. Uh, I wrote he plays kind of like Boban uh, in Dallas. Uh, and, you know, it can work, but in a limited role more than likely. So, only time we'll tw- will tell. Zach Eadie's going back to college to perfect his game. He's gonna get paid in college with the NIL. So, he'll be fine. Don't be mad at me, y'all. Next, Oso Igodara from Marquette. boards per game, not really a three-point shooter at all. He's kind of a traditional big, even though he's 6'9", but he's going back to school to perfect his craft. So some big names on that list was Judah Mintz, Trey Alexander, Naquan Tomlin, and Zach Eady. Let's keep the list going to the final ten. Next, Anton Watson, 6'8", forward from Gonzaga, 11.6 boards, 33% from three. Uh, He's a solid three-point shooter, great cutter to the rim, but in my opinion, he wasn't ready yet, so Anton Watson back to Gonzaga. Next, Jalen Bridges from Baylor, 32% from three, averaged 10 points, five boards per game. He really didn't have any film or highlights of note. He had a slow set shot. He has great size, but I figured he would go back to school. Jalen Bridges goes back to Baylor. Next, Arthur Kaluma from Creighton. 6'7", guard forward, 12.6 boards, 31% from three. I wrote he's a spot-up shooter, spot-up three-point shooter, but not even great at that. Nothing special. He's not polished. Arthur Kaluma going back to Creighton. Dylan Jones from Weber State, a name that was rising up the ranks. A lot of people had him being drafted. But I guess in his opinion, it probably would have been late or risky. So, and being at Weaver State, you know, it's never a guarantee. But he averaged 17 points on 11 boards per game, shot 30% from three. Solid players, my scouting on him. Not great. He's a slower player, and he looks kind of tired a lot of times out there. So, I don't know if his conditioning is great. But he may need to go to a better school to get that conditioning up. Uh, Weber State is not a basketball powerhouse, but he was a good scorer, very slow release on the shot, but not an NBA player in my opinion. So Dylan Jones hopefully can go back and improve that. Next, Matthew Morrell from Ole Miss, 6'4", 200 pounds. Highest recruit in Ole Miss history, good defender, but he needs to continue to work on his game and getting better. I figured he'd be in the G League. Wise decision to go back to Ole Miss for Matthew Morrell. Next, Johnny Broom from Auburn. Big man, 6'10, 235, average 14 and 8. Good rebounder, but need to work on the screen setting. Uh, he's a shot blocker and good finisher at the rim, but not really a shooter at all. You need that to improve your game. He's going back to Auburn. Next, we have Wesley Cardett. Someone on Twitter hit me up on Wesley Cardett and said, Wow, look at this guy. He's amazing. Six foot six, two hundred and ten pounds, averaged 16 points and five boards per game. But he went to Chicago State. So you get no shine at Chicago State. Hopefully he can transfer. But he played like a big point guard, great handle, and ball control, driving to the rim. Uh good prospect, could be great. I just think he needs to be at a better school. And if he can show this at a better school, or if he was at the G League Ignite. He could be a name to rise up boards, but you're not gonna get any love at Chicago State. They're gonna completely ignore you at Chicago State. But Wesley Cardet, very talented player. Next, Hakeem Hart from Maryland. Good spot up shooter. Can get by his defender, average eleven and four. But I figure he needs to work on his moves and his game. Another G League candidate, undrafted. So he decided to go back to school. Uh either Maryland or Villanova. He could be going back to Villanova. I heard something about that on Twitter. Next, Baylor Shireman, 6'7 from Creighton. Average 13-8, 37% from three. Lefty, but I wrote my second note on him was he was too slow. Doesn't have a great handle. He's a good shooter, but that's about it. So you really have to improve that. You're not a guarantee to be anything in the NBA if you're a good shooter, and that's about it. I mean, uh, it was a guy last year that was very much like uh, Duncan Robinson. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he went to the Spurs, ended up being released, and he was the best shooter in the draft. So Baylor Shireman is going to have to do better and improve his game. Joe Weisskamp, he was drafted to the Spurs. You know, He was a elite shooter and it hasn't made it. So Shireman going to have to improve his game at Creighton. Wise decision to go back. Teammate of his, Ryan Calkbrenner, another Creighton player. I think there's three Creighton players on this list, so they'll be loaded next year. That's the good news. But uh, Ryan Calkbrenner from Creighton, seven foot, average 16.6 boards, two blocks per game, great stats. But in my opinion, he's a college center. Not ready or good enough for the NBA. Not a great rebounder, just a great college center. Um, You know, I remember the Tar Heels would have, like, Eric Montrose and guys like that. But good in college. I don't know about the NBA. So wise decision to go back. And they I mean, they mean could be in contention to win the championship with three guys returning that were draft eligible. And last but not least, we have Kevin McCullough from Kansas, 6'6 guard, averaged 11.7 boards per game, two steals per game, shot 30% from three. But he's kind of a spot-up shooter, good college player, doesn't seem like a pro, not fast, not athletic. He does cut to the rim well. But there is some improvement that needs to go on for Kevin McCullough. And we will see what happens with him and all the other guys going back to college. Uh, I'll throw a shout out to Kyle Filipowski. He said he was going back to college a long time ago, right when the season ended. So he's another guy going back to college. Uh, Donovan Klingon going back to UConn as well. Both said that earlier. So that is my list of guys returning to college. Uh, I figured that was a big deal, especially on Twitter and the draft world. Big news. Uh, A lot of guys that were draft eligible, like draft worthy, returned to school. So I figured I'd do a quick show on that. Hope you guys enjoyed it because if you Google who is returning to school and who's staying in the draft, it's super hard to find. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Uh, subscribe, please subscribe, comment, like all that good stuff, tell a friend to tell a friend and until next time I'm out of here peace